You are listening to Free to Flourish Radio, a podcast dedicated to living a seasonal, sustainable, intentional and heart-led life. I'm Gemma Sands and this is episode 53. Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode. I hope that you're all having a beautiful week so far. I just wanted to start this episode by saying a massive thank you to everyone who commented, shared, reached out to me about last week's episode and the relaunch of this podcast. Um, I was honestly a little bit emotional with all of the love that I received from you guys, so thank you. I love hanging out in this space with you. I'm really looking forward to showing up here every week, so just a massive thank you for being here, for joining in the conversation, and for feeding back your thoughts to me. I always want this to be a conversation and not just a one-sided thing from me, so I appreciate anything that I get from you guys around the things that we talk about here. So before we dive into today's topic, I just want to let you guys know that I've released two new coaching programs out into the wild. All of the details will be in the show notes, but these will be the only way to work with me on a one-on-one basis this year. I'm not going to go into loads of detail here because you can go and check them out for yourselves, but I'll give you a very quick rundown. Uh, So the first program is called Rewild. It's a three-month program and it's designed to support you to really return home to yourself and create a life that feels in alignment with what's actually important to you. So I know very much what it's like to live a life that doesn't quite fit who you are anymore. Um, Maybe it's a life that's been built on other people's expectations. So Rewild is where I get to support you as you tune out all of the noise and you figure out what you would actually like to cultivate in your life. The other program is Ritual, and you'll see why that's very fitting with today's topic in a minute. Um, But Ritual is a four-week program, so it's a lot shorter, and it's completely unique because it brings together all of the things that I have been trained in and have knowledge and have experience around, so coaching, essential oils, meditation, cognitive therapy, mindfulness. Um, I'm bringing all of that together, and I'm using it to help you feel better connected to yourself and to your body. So by the end of it, you'll have a toolkit of really personalized practices that you can continue to use and that will help you slow down, ground yourself and tap into your intuition. So if those interest you, you can find out all the details on my website. I'll leave the link in the show notes. Go and take a look. Places are very limited for this year because um, I've got a lot of focus elsewhere in my business. Um, so I'm just not opening up capacity to too many women to work with this year. But if that interests you, do have a look, reach out any questions, we can have a chat. Now, today, I want to talk a little bit about my guiding word for 2019. Uh, why I chose it, what it has already been teaching me, um, and why I love this process of choosing a word to just act as a kind of reminder throughout the year. Um, I'm not very big on the whole New Year resolution thing, that New You, New Year, New You, sorry, messaging. Um, I'm, I just don't buy into all of that. But for the past seven years, I have chosen a word to guide me. And actually, it would be more accurate to say that the words have chosen me. So um, Flourish was the year that I was led to start my business. Nurture, that was a good year that helped me really transform my mental health. 
um, unfold, which was my word for last year, 2018, that really guided me in finally releasing some of the things that I was clinging onto. So um, my words generally find me usually about kind of October, November time. I have an idea of what my word for the next year is going to be. But as I began to think about my word for this year, nothing was flowing. And the reason for that was setting a word for the next 12 months seemed too constrained. Um, I knew I had quite a big vision for what I wanted to create this year. And having just one word to kind of guide through that, it just wasn't really working for me. So I realized that actually what feels more aligned this year is choosing a word for each season. And for this first season, my word is ritual. So obviously, as I mentioned previously, this is also the name of one of my new coaching programs. Um, But yes, ritual is my word for this first season. And it did find me. It kept popping up over and over again throughout December. So I did what I would normally do. I journaled about it. I looked up its definition and I just sat with it for a while. I just let it... um, integrate a little bit to see whether it was the word that was going to guide me. Um, And I realized that it really supports my intention to create some new, more positive ways of being in this year. And it reminds me to anchor back into my daily practice again. So for me, ritual is all about devotion. It's about dedication. It's about consistency, all of which I felt I was lacking, particularly towards the end of 2018. Um, It's about aligning first and then showing up for the things that you need to show up for. It's about making time and space for all of those things that actually matter the most um, and having boundaries and being able to say no to the things that are far less important to me. So as we move into 2019, I realize we're halfway through January, um, I'm really looking forward to creating some deeper levels of commitment and consistency across several areas of my life. And I know that ritual is going to guide me in doing that. And it's already been teaching me some things, actually, even though we are only halfway through January. So with ritual as my guide, I've gotten back into having a morning practice. I've been setting my alarm. I've been going for a walk, moving my body, getting out in nature, I've been journaling and I've been getting ready for the day. And you know what? Things just flow better. I feel nourished. I'm more productive. I have a lot more clarity and a lot more energy. So I'm reminded that rituals really have a powerful effect in my life. Now, you could be thinking, aren't rituals just the same thing as habits? And actually, I think they're quite different. They do have some similarities, but I think they are very different and here's why. When I think about habits, I think that they are an activity that over time you learn to do. So you repeat habits until your brain switches automatically and you just do it without even having to think about it. You don't do it because you want to, um, because you don't even question it. You just do it. It becomes second nature to you. Okay, so changing your habits is a certain way to change things in your life. But it can be quite hard to do because most of our habits have just faded into the background. We do them subconsciously. And often they're so ingrained in the fabric of who we are. So obviously with some perseverance, it's absolutely possible to unlearn a habit and learn a new, more positive one. But my point is that most of the habits we form, we actually don't spend that much time thinking about. 
Rituals, however, are very intentional acts. Um, And they're very different in that they require our full attention and presence. So they're a very mindful activity. Um, And because they're a very mindful activity, that means they wake up the brain. They switch it on. They focus us on the moment. So that's one key difference. And another difference is that habits are very focused on a single activity and rituals can be a combination of multiple activities. So, for example, a habit could be, um, let's think, it could be waking up and checking your phone as soon as you wake up. Okay, so you wake up, you're in bed and you check your phone. A ritual could be waking up And pausing for a moment, taking a moment to ask yourself, what do I need today? And then answering that call. So maybe then you'll do some gentle yoga stretches. Okay. But the ritual is the act of asking yourself, what is it that I need today? It's the act of being present in your body and asking what you need today. So rituals create an environment. They focus us on how we're feeling in the moment. Um, And so they nourish us and they really require us to pay attention. So that's kind of where I'm really headed this year. And I'm really excited about that. I'm excited to see where I'm called to pay attention. Um, I'm excited to see what I can create in the form of rituals. Um, And there's also a sense of ceremony to rituals, which I really love So I could get up and just make a cup of tea on a morning. I could just pop the tea bag in the cup. I could boil the kettle and, you know, within a minute I've got a mug of tea, glug it down and I'm on with my day. Or I could make a ritual of it. Um, You know, I could choose to get out my favorite mug. I could pick a tea that I know is going to nourish me the most that morning. Um, I could not stand and check my phone while I'm waiting for the kettle to boil, but instead I could maybe take some deep breaths and notice how I'm feeling in my body. And then I could take my cup of tea and sit and enjoy it looking out the window at my garden for five minutes. So do you see how different that is? The energy is completely different because of the intention and the focus and the presence behind it. Now, one thing I definitely don't want from ritual this year is for it to become about creating the perfect, you know, long, elaborate routines. So often when we think about morning routines or we, you know, read all the advice out there about creating a morning routine, it can be quite overwhelming because, you know, you need 20 minutes of meditation, you need 20 minutes of movement, you need this, that. And it becomes this long process that actually means that we have to get up at like four in the morning. That is not what this is all about. This is about just being drawn back into the presence present moment should I say so I think rituals can really be as simple as you want them to be the key is just being fully present whenever you are choosing to perform them so I'm enjoying playing with different rituals at the moment um, to see what I want to keep to see which ones work for me to see which ones I want to let go of Um, I'm playing with a morning ritual as I kind of spoke about my morning practice I've also got a bit of an evening ritual which is a nice way to end my day Um, I've been having fun playing with a skincare ritual. Um, I got a jade roller for Christmas. If you haven't tried them, they're amazing. You definitely want to get your hands on them. You can can find them quite easily on Amazon. Um, 
And I've been really enjoying incorporating that and making a little ritual out of applying some essential oils to my face and then using the jade roller. Um, and I've even been making a ritual out of checking my inbox. It's something that I've always found quite overwhelming. Um, I reduced to only checking it twice a day. I don't have email apps on my phone or anything like that. I sit at my laptop um, and I only check my emails twice a day. But I've been making a ritual out of it. So I make a nice cup of tea. Um, I fill up the diffuser that I have in my, my office near my desk with my favorite oils. I take some deep breaths and I shut off my phone so that I am fully focused on the task that I'm doing on dealing with my emails. And it's become a little ritual. And now, because I've incorporated things like oils and tea um, and things that I love and nourish me, it doesn't seem so overwhelming. So that's how I'm playing with ritual at the moment. It'll be interesting to see where that heads through the rest of the season and I'll keep you updated. But I just wanted to share that just to get you thinking about how perhaps if you're not in a place of setting New Year's resolutions or wanting to jump in and change your habits, um, you could perhaps look at rituals instead and where could you maybe introduce things into your life? Very simple things that help you to be present in the moment and help to nourish you. So I would love to know your thoughts about this. Please do share. Um, please also subscribe and like um, the podcast. It means the world to me. You can find it on um, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, um, anywhere that you would listen to a podcast. Just search for Free to Flourish Radio. Um, and yeah, let's keep this conversation going. I'd love to know about any rituals that you already have in your life or any that you might want to try. And of course, if you do want some support in developing some personalized practices for yourself, do check out the coaching program Ritual because that's going to help you do exactly that. Um, and I'll be back with you again next week, but keep your eyes peeled on Sunday because there will be a special bonus episode of this podcast that I did record last year with a very special guest. Um, and I can't wait to share that with you because I know you're going to get lots of value and love my very special guest as much as I do. I will speak to you soon. Have a wonderful week. You have been listening to Free to Flourish Radio. For more episodes, don't forget to subscribe through SoundCloud, iTunes or YouTube. And to access full show notes, visit gemmasands.co.uk.